was posted in accordance to the Texas Open Meetings Act on June 23rd at 11 a.m. Roll call. Cameron County? Present. Hidalgo County? Present. City of Brownsville? Present. City of McAllen? Here. City of Edinburgh? Present. City of Mission? Here. Uh, City of Harlingen? Here. City of Far? Here. Star County? Here. City of San Benito? Present. Cameron County RMA? Hidalgo County RMA? Here. Valley Metro? Here. Far District? All right, thank you. <clears throat> Item three, public comments. Uh, today we have joining us from our delegation of state representatives and chairman, Terry Canales. All right. Chairman, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Judge. Member of the MPO Policy Board for allowing me to address you today. Um, I wanna give you all a brief legislative update and talk about a few other issues that I believe are extremely important to this body and the entire region. Um, as you know, we finished up my third term as the chairman of transportation, the House Transportation Committee, and that position gave me um, statewide responsibility on transportation. But no matter where I'm working, in Austin or here, um, the Rio Grande Valley is always a focal point for me. And I can honestly say the Valley's had an exceptional legislative session. Um, and we've gotten more appropriated than I can historically find. Um, during this last legislative session, I moved around 22 bills, and I won't talk to you about every one of them, but what I'll do is I'll talk to you that I believe are important uh, for you. I worked with Senator Hosei to pass House Bill 3444, uh, and that requires TxDOT to designate FAR as a metro district. And what this could mean is more staff and resources for the FAR district and help Pete with staff, recruitment, and retention. Um, that designation, we believe, is extremely important. Uh, and getting that through was, uh, we believe, a huge accomplishment. Once again, I worked with the Senator on Senate Bill 2601, which will allow water supply corporations to access new funding for utility relocations and TxDOT projects. That's a big deal. As you know, uh, Sherry Land Water Supply uh, has some funding issues when it comes to relocation, which, and there's a lot of funded projects that are being held up because of their inability to access funds. And so we believe that this is gonna truly move the mark when it comes to uh, utility districts being able to relocate um, assets that need to be relocated that are holding an entire region back. Um, so we also work with the Senate Transportation Chairman Robert Nichols to pass extensions of Proposition 1 and 7. Together, those two propositions are provide over 40% of TxDOT's entire funding. And so making sure that those revenue streams were extended and available for the state of Texas and including this region are absolutely crucial. Um, you can imagine what losing 40% of our funding would do to infrastructure building. Uh, I also passed that legislation that created an EV equalization fee that ensures that electric vehicles are paying their fair share. Up to date, electric vehicles did not pay at the pump, and they were basically using the roads for free when everybody else has to pay their fair share. Um, last year, I hosted an interim hearing in Brownsville with the assistance of Brownsville Mayor Trey Mendes and the county judge. Um, and we thank you for that, Judge Thorino. And we focused on a lack of support of funding for our seaports. Uh, we worked closely with the Texas Port Association, the Port of Brownsville this session, and we passed two statewide measures that streamline port operations and advocated for what will be the largest investment ever in our port infrastructure, uh, seaports, 400 million into the Ship Channel Revolving Fund and 200 million into the Port Capital Improvement Fund. Uh, this is a first time ever, and so it is a huge deal uh, that we, those 
this is a result of the hearings that were held in the Rio Grande Valley, in Brownsville, uh, and this is the result when our community comes together and voices uh, what we believe is important. And so um, we, for the first time ever, are truly investing in our ports, and this is going to be hopefully grow exponentially. Thank you, uh, Mr. Chairman. I also work with Senator Hinojosa on House Bill 4422, which is a TxDOT-led study focused on interweaving border security, safety, and moving trades and goods for communities using the latest technology. That's going to use the Southwestern Research Institute with the Texas Transportation Institute so that we know uh, when the border was shut down, I believe nine days, there was a $4 billion <coughs> price tag to that. And so we know that if you slow down trade, uh, it has a price tag, but the converse is also true. If you speed up trade, we make money. And so the biggest uh, announcement, you've recently heard a bunch of releases on the $150 million. Well, I'd like to talk about that for a minute. Uh, one, I want to tell you, as soon as I was elected, um, <coughs> the city of Far and Mayor Hernandez with Cindy uh, impressed upon me the importance of the IBTC corridor and what it meant to those five major ports of entry and outlined and showed me, and we've taken that charge to Austin um, session after session, well, with a budget surplus of over 30 billion, everybody was asking for things in the hundreds of millions. And so my request was for 250 million. Um, I will tell you that I wasn't laughed at, uh, but it wasn't something that was a reality. Um, I met um, using the materials from the RGV MPO, uh, and, and we met with Governor Abbott, his staff, on several occasions. We went over the vision uh, that exists, what was already been funded, and the missing link, which is the IBTC corridor. Um, we brought in full-size poster boards to his office, um, and one of the things that we highlighted was this is border security, making sure that we can funnel commercial trucks through a corridor. We have our eyes on them. But right now, as it currently stands, when a commercial vehicle crosses any one of our ports of entry, it just spiders off. We've got no control over it. So ostensibly building a cattle chute uh, where we can monitor the commercial vehicles, uh, but also move goods and commerce a lot faster. Uh, my staff drafted multiple riders, as I mentioned, one for $250 million to complete it. And along the way, we received commitments um, from Chairman Robert Nichols, from Chairman Bruce Bug. Um, and that they were going to visit the valley this interim to see what's going on. And so um, I want as many of you can be there when we host Chairman Nichols and Bruce Bug uh, to come visit and see what the vision is and what the valley's truly doing, because most of these people have seen it, but they don't understand it. And so um, on one occasion, I spent over an hour in the governor's office with him and his staff going over step-by-step step how the trucks get from Texas-Mexico border and what the relevance was to the national and state economy and how the IBTC would create border security. Um, we have gained a greater understanding of our needs, and we've obviously seen the governor's personally committed and understands after we've laid out the pitch that was tattooed uh, on me by Mayor Ambrosio. And I do want to say before I got here, my wife said, you're going in a T-shirt. I said, the, I said, Ambrosio walks around in scrubs. I can go in a T-shirt. <laughs> it's not the same, sir. So, not the same. <laughs> so you might have a, you might have seen, the, the, like I said, a flurry, a flurry of those press releases. Uh, our efforts this session were extremely fruitful. Um, in addition to the $150 million, uh, I was able to help secure $20 million for the bridge expansion in FAR. Uh, which, was, which will cover the gap, and I believe that's probably going to be one of the fastest constructed expansions ever done. And so uh, moving forward, 
Uh, I want to end on a couple of important notes. In the past few years, TxDOT's received stronger than anticipated revenue. I believe that this UTP is going to show an additional roughly billion dollars coming in to the Rio Grande Valley and the FAR district. Uh, so if we were at 2.6, we would be at roughly $3.6 billion. Um, Pete will tell you we used to be at $600 million. We are now five, over 500% of what that was. And so it's the merger of this MPO and leadership of Dr. Hernandez and, and people in this room that made this happen. And what I will tell you, and um, here at the Rio Grande Valley MPO, we've got to continue to deliver projects quickly. We've got to do so efficiently. We have to run efficiently. Now, after all the good news, I will tell you that I'm going to make a, a statement to this group and anybody that's listening that may not be politically prudent or popular. But the reality is Brownsville and Cameron County are moving at light speed compared to Hidalgo County. And that's because we have a divided system in Hidalgo County. This session, Representative Sam Kidsman wanted me to revert his county from a unified plan like Cameron's to a divided system like Hidalgo County. I refuse to even hear his bill. And the reason is because I see firsthand what a unified transportation plan for a county does and how quickly they're able to deliver projects. It is my request from everybody in this room, whether you represent a city, a county, whatever organization, that you pass a resolution urging the Hidalgo County Commissioner's Court to move to a unified transportation plan so that it can mirror Cameron County and we can work more efficiently and quicker. The citizens of South Texas deserve it. We have let funding that we've never seen before. We can't even spend it fast enough. We can't get our projects let fast enough and we should not be hamstrung by an antiquated system. I know that there's commissioners that may not like it, but the reality is we're not here to do what we like. We're here to do what is good for the region. And what is good for the region means us working in a unified plan from county to county and have the same system so that we can deliver the projects to South Texas, move this county further, move it faster, and make the dream come true. And the dream is that we're able to build the infrastructure. And that should be the priority of every single person in this room. We were able to let go our little kingdoms, emerge this MPO, and look what happened. Well, that's what we have to do across the entire Rio Grande Valley. So I would tell you that we had a phenomenal session, but this group and everybody who's interested in transportation and moving the region forward has a lot of work to do. But, and, and that starts in this room. And so thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And please know my, do my door is always open. Um, and I'm here to help you in any way that I can. Once again, thank you, Dr. Hernandez. I know you've been working on, on getting that, that funding. And I will tell you, uh, being Part of that and instrumental in helping you do that is the honor of a lifetime and knowing moving forward uh, that we're going to change the face of the Rio Grande Valley for good, for the positive. It warms my heart. So thank you all for having me. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. <clears throat> we appreciate you being here today and giving us the update. Uh, I want to thank you for that, uh, for that recent award and announcement. And I know that I speak for everybody else here. We're looking forward to additional announcements for the pending projects, both in Hidalgo and in Cameron. Congratulations, Doctor. Uh, I know you've been working on it for, for a long time. If I, if I can, Chairman. Go ahead. He, uh, for the record, I know he likes to be in the shadows, but I, I met the Chairman on, on so many trips to Austin. Just so you guys know, he, he, he advocates extensively for the RGV MPO. <clears throat> we crossed paths so many times um, when we're lobbying, so it's called, right? So we're doing. 
So make no mistake, yes, uh, uh, everybody has the ability and the capacity to lobby for their, for their projects, and you should take advantage of it. Everybody should do it. And we're, we're very aggressive, it's true. But the chairman, I met every single time I was in flying Austin, he, he was flying with me or flying back. So I know he's very instrumental also in the back, moving things along for all of us, just so you guys know. So, Chairman, thank you for your leadership. Thank you for pushing that forward. Uh, Andrew, I know a lot of times you're, you're kept in the dark because you're not, you don't, for instance, you don't work for the city of FAR, right? And so we do our thing just like Edinburgh McCallum, but he does. And then after the fact, we let you know because uh, we're, we're pushing our endeavors forward. But as a region, we're pushing it together. And when it comes to what the chairman, the vice chairman wants us to do together, we do it together. We absolutely do. But, Chairman, thank you for your leadership also, and thank you for pushing out there in Austin. That's exactly what we needed. That's what we merged, right, because we all would win, and look, we might be getting another billion dollars. And, and, he's, and Chairman Connolly is correct. You, you guys can't spend it fast enough. And the best way to get more money for your projects is spend. Please advance your projects, and you'll see how you'll get them more. That, that's how it works. So thank you, thank man. Thank you, Chairman. Appreciate it. All right, moving on. Item four, we do have a long agenda.